So we are back in the suite. My name is Rich. I'm joined here by Indy. Word. And we got Ognos. What's going on, everyone? <laughs> uh, it's been a minute, guys. What's going on? It's been a long minute, man. Oh, man. It's yeah. A, it's just like a holiday season, man. You know how that goes. Oh, yeah. We're back. It's been, it's been insane. Just I think I was out of town every weekend from Thanksgiving on. Oh, so geez. <laughs> just, yeah, it was just, it's been nuts. I'm very glad that it's kind of passed right now. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm for one, very happy to, uh, that the, that I'm, I was about to say the vaporwave season, but it's vaporwave season all year round. <laughs> it's always vaporwave season. <laughs> I'm very happy the holiday season is kind of at an end now because I'm like super drained and I'm like stoked for the new year and I'm a little sick right now, but you know, we'll make it through. What season would it be? Like vaporwave season? T- 10, I guess. It would be season 10, right? Oh, season 10. Um, for Oh, you mean like if it's, you know, vaporwave season, you know, just move, move in onwards. I don't I don't know. If it started in 20s and 2010, wouldn't this be season 11? Fuck. You're right. You're right. But what if you have like multiple anniversary? You get multiple yeah. seasons in a year, depending on how you, you know. That is true. Winter mm-hmm. vaporwave. Yeah. yeah, like a one year thing. Season Who knows? 11. What's in store for Vaporwave this year? That's I what I want to know, everybody. 2019. I'm going to just like reflect on this for a second. Uh, 2019 was like the fucking dopest year ever. And it was like probably one of the first years in a long time where I'm like, man, that was a good year at the end of the year. And I'm not like, fuck that year. I'm ready to go to the next year. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was a great year for Vaporwave. Uh, you know, the live scene basically was born this past year. So. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, that that wasn't happening. Uh, you have guys now that are quitting their jobs to work on Vaporwave and music full time. Shout out to Equip. Equip and uh, Cat Corp. Corp. Oh, Cat Corp quit his job too? Yeah, he tweeted oh, yesterday, shit, I think. Dude, that he's, fuck yeah. So it's kind of crazy that it's it's really, it's it's happening. Like stuff is stuff is happening in the community. Oh, People are, are actually being able to like make this their job and, and make a living off of it. So it's kind of cool. so awesome, man. <laughs> I'm sure some people will be like, well, you know, whatever. It's just going to go mainstream and it's just going to be all, you know, corporate you know, now, whatever. It, but it, I mean, it might. And, you know, if it does, oh, well, it'll go back to what it is kind of now after about like, what, five, ten years or something. Yeah. Music like, is cyclical. Like, yeah, it is. It'll, it'll come around. So. I don't think anything ever actually dies. I just think it just gets less popular. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at us. We're, we're talking about like an internet music genre that is like builds from like the 80s and 90s and stuff. So, I mean, right. You know, yeah. Maybe there'll be like a, a meta vaporwave ish thing that our grandkids will do one day. Yeah. It'll be based off like the uh, the mid 2000s and, and whatnot. I think that's slightly different. <laughs> yeah, it's coming around. So um, that's so weird. <laughs> before we continue, I do need to uh, offer an apology to um, pretty much the world. Uh, when I, when I signed off the last episode, I foolishly neglected to, uh, remind everyone to back up their flash drives and hard drives. Oh yeah, yeah, Um, I know. mm -hmm. Sorry, this was, this was a terrible oversight on my part. I, (laughs) I, um, I I can only imagine, I, I, I can just assume that there were 
exabytes of data just lost because of my remind my failed uh, reminder Your so negligence yeah oh, i so i i apologize uh, to, to everyone uh that was that won't ever happen again i promise now that i say that i'll probably forget to do it in this episode too but I mean, now i'm setting a reminder right now right, good good <laughs> thank you those rogue ai yeah. corrupting everybody's data Oh, so guys, um, you know, it's been a while. What, what have you been listening to? What's, what's been new in your um, vaporwave worlds? Okay. So what, I mean, I, I'll let you go first. I need to like get myself together for a second. Okay. <laughs> I will say what I have just most recently listened to, uh, was the combo champ album that just came out. We talked yeah. about that a few episodes ago. Uh, that was Pat Jennington's project that he had a bunch of artists come on and do, um, randomly matched up, uh, mashups. And put a whole album out. And that was released, uh, I think it was New Year's Day or, or either New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, right around there. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty cool album. Uh, and you can definitely pick out different elements from various artists. It starts out with uh, a track from Equip. And I can't remember who else was, who he was mashed up with. But uh, Equip was mashed. Oh, dude, I've, I'm fucking blanking right now it's literally the first track on the whole album well of course yeah of course <laughs> and i can't remember it so um but you get that like equip like sword kind of sound right from yeah, the beginning um yeah it was really cool power pc me's on there um he's got that real cool mellow sound to it but that was a it was a really cool project really good album frank he did it with frank frank jeffsy that's it yeah so yeah definitely go go listen to it i i highly recommend it and i'm excited to see what like what the the next combo champ could be to see what mm-hmm. who gets who gets who gets yeah. matched up with who if you uh some of the same people are on there or other people but it was a it was a cool experiment that he did that was really cool these, i can't i would love to hear another one these experiments like combo champ for as a great example um are things that the vaporwave community kind of needs mm-hmm. as a way to legitimize itself. Like Alex from Pacific Plaza was talking about it. That's why he likes private suite a lot because this is something that a grassroots movement sort of requires a physical documented thing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool to see that. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I've been listening to, um, Power PC me actually he's mm-hmm. he has a live performance from Aesthetic Nights online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. I don't know. He didn't make the video. Is by Vape, Vapor Torian. Shouts out to you. He did Pad's video as well mm-hmm. at Electronicon One. Nice. Yep. Um, it's a full set. He does. He has Fibers whole set and Power PC me's full set, and they're so good, man. Like his shot is really nice. It's just locked off shot. It's nice and focused. It's got some nice grain to it. And Mike is on stage with yeah. doing the visuals. Yeah, that like was, saying, it Rich. was a, a cool show. I mean, I, I was lucky enough. I was able to, to go up to New York and do it. I had a nice little 12 hour vaporwave adventure that night. I left Philly at 7 PM to go up to Manhattan to go see the show. And I got, I, I crawled into bed at 7 AM from when I got back home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was power PC. was there with Mike from video punks doing the visuals. He was doing his live stuff with the, uh, his magic box that he has, which I actually got to go up and, and take a look at it, which was awesome. Uh, but yeah, power PC me just kind of crushed it and, and put a nice classic vapor set up there. Mm-hmm. And he, he heard, he played some of his new album. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, very much. He was also selling it, and I I forgot to get it before I left. But he was selling a a hand dubbed cassette that he did himself of Kmart along with some other like unreleased tracks on it. Oh, cool! And there was like he had like I think ten of them there, and I didn't buy it, and I forgot. So I'm sad. (laughs) But (laughs) shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good set. Check out the video. We'll put it in the link. Yep. In the description. Uh, what about you? But yeah, Agnes? it's just, uh, I love <clears throat> I love things like that that yeah. legitimize vape, vape Absolutely. a little bit more. Yeah, man. Um, so I've been listening to my usual favorites. I listen to a lot of 100% Electronica label stuff, um, especially DDS, because I was getting hyped up for the show, the New Year's Eve show, George Clan, Negative Gemini, mm-hmm. and Vape Air and DDS all played down there. Um, fucking crazy show. Uh, so I was listening to a lot of that on the road trip. And then uh, on my way back home, I was listening to a lot of uh, Tupperwave, actually, because I haven't really had a chance to get dig into Tupperwave. And I've been, okay. like, kind of hooked on Tupperwave yeah. for the last, like, five days now. Nice. Yeah. I just saw on Twitter, he just said he's taken, like, a, like a mental health break or something yeah. for a little bit. I don't know how long mm-hmm. that is. But I also know he's he's down in Australia and... They've yeah, got shit's some, going on down there, man. It's it's on yeah, fire right now. Up, it's man. literally, yeah, literally on it's, fire. It's fucking hell on it's earth. It's not on fire. It's fucking he- burning, man. It's I know. burning. I know. And I'm, everybody I'm, who doesn't know, man, it's crazy. Uh, Tupperwave's doing a fundraiser. Uh, you can donate to if you'd like. Yep. To help uh, with the with you know, I don't know exactly how they're going to execute it. This whole thing, but mm. put that shit out, man. Any money that gets down there is good, whether it be through charities that are run there, organizations there, or even like tourism dollars is good just just because so much of Australia relies on tourism. I mean, I I work in tourism uh, that focuses actually on the South Pacific. So um, we've been quite busy recently with dealing with all of this stuff. So and I'm actually supposed to go to Australia in about a month from yeah. now for work so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that but fuck man um it's gonna be crazy yeah so but yeah so i'm I'm sure he's 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 got a lot of stuff going on right now so he yeah take a break do what you gotta do yeah uh, i've been checking out hotel pools new record pacific nice it's pretty dope you guys know i like that that's oh, yeah. like memorex memories mm-hmm. and that mm. shit and there, super nice there was a uh Surfing. another uh, release from an artist. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. Um, Mac Mac Plus Macintosh Plus has <laughs> a record out uh, that was just announced. Oh, the uh, uh, I don't know if you saw this. Sick and Panic. Sick and Panic. Yeah, twelve uh, minute. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's fucking fire, dude. <laughs> yeah, is it? I'm, I'm not. Okay, like I I'm love like, it. I absolutely love it, man. So shit, man. Well, you know, if you, anyone listened to the zero <laughs> episode, you'll know uh, a little something about my taste. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just that, that I I'm not in. I'm not. I'm not with it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, hip. it's it's a little bit. It's a, it's wild. It's very it's wild. A, it's a divisive album. I can, mm-hmm. or a divisive track. I can definitely well, say that. Um, she said she was going for the complete opposite of Floral Shop, and I I definitely feel that there. I think she nailed it with mm-hmm. that. So I, yeah. th- I thought it was just kind of cool. You just kind of watching that on Twitter because she she tweeted a couple days earlier like stuff is happening. Yeah, I was following that whole shit. I I turned my notifications on and I, yeah. I actually listened as soon as she dropped it. And I'm like, I, I, the first minute and a half of listening to it. 
I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? And like, is this gonna, what's gonna happen? <laughs> and then when the music first like kicks in, I'm like, okay, cool. And yeah. then like after that, like the song just started pulling me further and further in. I just had like the hugest smile, probably like six minutes into it. And then <laughs> by the time it got to like the last minute and a half, I was like, fuck, dude, this is insane. Like, the like the whole track I, I i like a lot of experimental like really crazy shit i mean mm-hmm. my, my favorite band's the mars volta i literally listened to tool fucking i haven't like, heard seven i haven't heard the mars volta in probably a decade yeah like anybody and i used to listen to that like i probably listened to that thousands of times <laughs> over the last like 15 years um so like I I like weird music that's kind of my thing i like mm-hmm. really obscure weird stuff with odd time signatures and so like the noise music is like it's kind of growing on me now that I'm like kind of getting used to the harshness and whatever. But I like things with odd meters, like because this song's in six. Like I really like kind of gravitate towards odd meter kinds of, of mm-hmm. music. But um, I, I actually I really enjoyed it. I I thought it was an easy cop to get the the record. It's a picture mm-hmm. disc. Well, nice. I mean, how could you? How could you not? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a is a Macintosh Plus vinyl, right? I mean, a, a fi- it's it's an official, it's an official legit Macintosh <laughs> Plus yeah, vinyl. I'm like fuck Andy's records, dude. <laughs> I'd rather just give my money straight to Vectroid. Yeah, yeah. So, but the That's other thing that came too. about for that whole um, mm-hmm. announcement, they, you know, she's got some other uh, physicals and cassettes and stuff that were released. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Kronos and Vermilion name that's kind of been thrown around if you watch her any of her live streams and stuff on Twitch right. or anything like that, uh, is a record label. Yes. So and she's like, yeah. It's funny because I've always thought this entire time, like I've always had the feeling that Kronos and Vermilion would be either some kind of label or some larger energy entity that would be something bigger than what it, it is right now. <laughs> It kind of so has would, to be. I mean, like, what yeah. else? I mean, why would you put the effort into? Yeah, she's put a lot of effort name. into designing that entire like brand, mm-hmm. and I always thought there was something more behind it. Mm. And you were right. A true. A well, happy twenty twenty, guys. Happy new decade. Happy, happy new decade. It's the future. <laughs> we're in it, man. AI is coming. AI fucking scares me, dude. Why is that? <laughs> We gonna go into it. <laughs> I mean, it's like, like a quick, like two minute topic, have you right? Seen Terminator, I mean, bro. <laughs> it's just like it's all gonna happen so fast. Like we don't have that long before we develop general AI. Right now, we have narrow AI, which mm-hmm. can do one thing really well, like beat someone in chess or something, <clears throat> mm-hmm. drive a car. But once it becomes general AI, that means it's basically it can do all the things a human's brain can do. Like have empathy, for example, mm-hmm. or yeah, that's that's gonna be scary, dude. Well, I mean, it's growing. Yeah. I mean, have you seen the Google? Um, I don't know. I don't know what to describe it as, like a bot or a program or computer, or whatever. But it was like it taught itself to walk. Like there was like a three D rendering, <laughs> and it was. I guess it's just like a person, and the computer taught the muscles and everything how to actually like stand up and and walk. Um, yeah, that was deep mind, the deep mind maze. Was that what it was? Yeah. It's like that stick figure thing. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. It's like trying to run. It looks so cute running around. Eh? It, yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's like goofy and stuff Hopping like that. But it's when Those, you think about dude, it, it's like it's in, in its infancy trying to run. It doesn't know what walking looks like. So the fact that it mm-hmm. could actually come up with that um, on its own is pretty incredible slash scary yeah. slash. I know. saw, I saw one of those videos where 
they have to like solve these puzzles, these AIs basically yeah. like that. And one of them, like the puzzle was move this this thing around so that you can get access to another thing. And at one point, the AI was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to jump on top of this thing that I have to move around <laughs> and then jump into the place that I have to get the thing out of. And there was no, there was no jumping and no climbing on top of anything that was programmed in. Mm. Like that, it just did it. And they're like, what? It's crazy, man. And I'm like, dude, stop. Stop right now. <laughs> Don't do well, any more, make any more progress on these things. Yeah, well, people are going to keep doing it and then we're all going to die. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. The general AI, like, sure, we're going to develop it. But what people don't get is that when people think of that, it's not just once we get to general AI, then we're going to chill there for a while. This That's exponential growth, right? Is mm-hmm. what's got us to where we are right now is what's getting us to general AI. So as soon as it's like the point at which our the AI level matches our brain like procedures, um, like, you know, approach to how it calculates shit it's just going to keep going and soar past us like way way faster and the thing is humans have never experienced anything that's smarter than a human so we don't know what the capacity like smarter than einstein like that's going to happen like not long after it gets general ai and then like maybe like a couple hours after that a couple maybe a day or something I don't know. Well, probably other, really fast. I mean, the other thing it's to gonna take be in, even smarter, and then it's going to f- reach the super fucking AI, and then who knows what the fuck's going to happen? <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> going to look at us like ants, you know, like petty <laughs> us and shit. Yeah, I mean, something else to consider Pity with us. it is how is is like how advanced the hardware is in terms of just processing power. Um, yeah, that's, a while that's back, the only thing holding us back. Really, a while right back, now. I think it was IBM or some company made a supposedly made a, a computer that had the processing power of a cat's brain. Like it was, it could it's fully capable of like the thought process or, or at least the, the the processing capability that a, a brain of a cat would have. Um, and it was like the size of like a warehouse or a room. It was it was enormous and it used a ton of electricity. Um, in order to like have these thoughts and develop this, this process and be able to process intelligence and actual consciousness in real time. Um, I mean, these computers are going to be massive for now. Um, you know, and, and, you know, we're only down to what a seven nanometer, uh, manufacturing process for CPUs at the moment. I mean, to get to the point where you would have like a robot walking around that's capable of, uh, you know, existing on its own and charging itself and regenerating electricity and having these thought processes. We're, I want to say we're very far out of it, but who knows? Um, yeah, seven so nanometers. Like 10, 10 or 15 years or yes. so. Not not having robots walk around. Yeah, seven yeah. nanometers is pretty fucking small too. Because um, I, I, I used to work at Intel and Fabs for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that shit's really small. Like you're measuring the, like a small count of atoms at that point <laughs> no yeah really of a transistor like and intel's intel's not so. there yet yeah um it was amd who hit seven nanometers mm-hmm. intel's still on 10 so and so like at that point we're kind of and then you got leakage that's going across the transistors you're at the mm-hmm. point where we're just thinking about <clears throat> the next technology of micro transistors or nano transistors i guess at this point yeah. 
And um, like you ever heard about the, that they're like using polarities of atoms to basically use as switches. Yeah. And they were able to like, I think if we were able to get that, that would be like an entire whole new boom of like technology as far as like electronics go. But wouldn't that be like a theoretical limit? I mean, you can't go smaller than an atom. Yeah. So like once you once you unlock that, isn't that like I, mean, I have no idea if <laughs> anything right. about this well, really. Then, who knows? Maybe maybe we'll do quarks afterwards. <laughs> I mean, that's true. So I don't know. But you just like, get a little desktop computer and it's just like splitting atoms and shit just to, right. like, you, know, you know, power everything. And, uh, and same and, with yeah. the fusion reactor. I, I can talk about nuclear stuff, too. But um, like, personal you, hedron collider. Basically. If, we have, if we're able to harness the power of fusion reaction, we can get so much power for literally making like helium. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Well, but anyway, anyway, that's uh, yeah, 2030 20, is going to be fucked up. Enough crazy science talk. This is yeah. vaporwave. Yeah. Um, so uh, new year, um, everyone is doing uh, new year's resolutions. Now, one of the most common things that people do is like get try to get in shape and everything i'm trying to do that myself we were talking about that on the last show um but something that i was thinking about so i'm doing these like cycling classes and stuff um Mm. you know working out and everything and they have like you can sort the the classes by like music type and everything so there's like classic rock rides and 80s rides and everything like a few different artist rides but um there's there's no vaporwave rides it's a, a major major hole in the market i'm gonna have to go to hmm. to peloton and be like yo what the hell you need to to do some uh some vaporwave rides but it got it's me like thinking like dude how fucking thing. sick would that be like, dude, yeah. I, I mean seriously like, I'm, I'm like there <laughs> put this together and it's like let's do like a vaporwave ride that'd oh, be awesome God, that'd be super but cool. anyway it got me thinking like what would a what would your like vaporwave slash future funk uh like workout playlist look like um so um, I would um, have a few different types of playlists. Depends on because well, I um, mean, so you can stuff do that makes you be like pump up the jam, pump it up. Yeah, Let like you, see I'm you thinking like it. anything that's like goes to the sampling of like the '90s dance. Like you just play jock jams. That's just it. Jock, dude, fucking jock jams are fire, dude. <laughs> <laughs> or you just you literally just play the uh, the ESPN presents jock jam on repeat and that's like just oh like the, the super cut of of all of it yeah. it's like four minutes long oh, and that's man. it it's done dude chalk um, jams is a shit i haven't heard of in forever and i totally oh. forgot about it but i'm glad you like <laughs> brought it back up to me yeah. listening to that shit after the show there you go Do it. so um i mean indy you pulled a bunch of stuff i have a, a list of some on there um so like what kind of stuff would you put on this and i know there's obviously like different types of of playlists like you can do like a powerlifting playlist or like a cardio one or maybe like you know because people people get very specific with like what they want to listen to when they, of, like they um this, this reminds me of a really funny story uh, when i used to be in the navy um we had weights on a submarine so mm-hmm. it's like when you're not working or sleeping, like people would work out because there's the literally there's nothing, nothing else to do. to do. There's nothing to yeah. do. There's no internet. Yeah. We might play video games, but you just get like lethargic just sitting down all the fucking time. So yeah. Hold up. You used to ride around in submarines? Yes. I was a submariner. Um, fucking. Yeah. Not gnarly, dude. <laughs> Lived a crazy life. I mean, he's work. He's just talking about he just worked for Intel and like doing some stuff. And he's like, yeah, then I was on a submarine for a yeah, while. I mean, just- I've, I've, I've done some shit. 
Yeah, I was actually a reactor operator on submarine. That's how I know <laughs> a little bit about some nuclear shit too. So um, nice. Yeah, but um, I remember this guy that was on my boat, and he used to fucking just like lift, listening to nothing but smooth R and B, and like this shit blew my mind. I'm like, yo, how do you get pumped up to this? You're like fucking That's trying amazing. to like, you're just like this dude just go he's thinking off. about his wife back up on the land. Yeah, I probably man, he's like ready to go back home and like take care of his wife, and this dude's just like lifting hard and just like the smoothest, the smoothest music. <laughs> Like thinking like Sade and shit. I'm like, oh my god, oh, dude. God. <laughs> Listen to some boys to men or something like that. Oh, dude, definitely. It was oh. it was the funniest thing because he was the only dude who did it, and everyone else is like listening to metal or like some like hard ass rap music. But this guy just smooth R and B all yeah, the time. Yeah, but you're That's you're so sitting there fucking... like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's crazy. Yeah. Like, you're not gonna want to fuck with the guy that like nah, dude, can get pumped huge. up to smooth R and B. Jacked. Nah, this, this dude was jacked. You you not fuck with it. <laughs> this is. Fucking like pushing it in the background. Nobody, baby, <laughs> dude, and and dead ass man. Seriously, oh. this guy. Oh my god, dude, it's fucking awesome, dude. Agnos, you could like start making vaporwave, and I feel like the name like nuclear submarine operator would be like a great like, a nuclear a great sub artist. Thing. Yeah, something like that. Nuclear submarine technician or something like that. Yeah, I, a, I don't know. I try to like. I don't talk about my navy experiences like a whole lot because I kind of just want to keep that behind me and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like I kind of just like that's sort of just like my secrets, and I talk about it here and there, and that's about it's it. Not a, not a navy nuclear sub, you just like a private private nuclear sub. You just private got, submarine, you know, yeah, private hmm. sub, private submarine. <laughs> Could be our our nautical vaporwave. Uh, the sweet <laughs> is in the sub. <laughs> sweet submarine, dude. Private sweet. Oh, all right. Well, back private, on track. So, private indie, sub. <laughs> <laughs> indie. What did um? What are some of the songs that you I got? Uh, got? That that I, that I picked. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I got I try to hit a lot of everything, man. Like future funk, uh vapor I funk. I think future funk would be like my pump up music. It's yeah. just you, just just so much though. I'm like, dude, I don't want to just make a future funk playlist. No, because like you need you breaks know. and stuff. So but I got some Dan Mason on there. Yeah. You know you know what actually like first thought came to mind is actually like home. I think like lifting the home would be like kind of be like my vibey kind of deal. Yeah, it's not future. Yeah. It's not that's your Saint the Synthwave yeah. podcast. That's your rip dude in a submarine kind of yeah song. Yeah, home to <laughs> some home music. Uh, yeah, I got some culture, some corp, Seabod. Seabod is my like, my favorite. If you haven't heard Seabod, C S E A B A U D Seabod, check them out. Yep. Um, Get that. Sounds like people I used to hang out with getting them Seabods. Seabod, baby. Seabods. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's seriously like the best person on the planet. Uh, uh, I got Private Caller. I got. Yep. I have that also. Mesh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, H- I got some HKE, actually. Uh, surfing. What surfing, surfing song, song did you have on there? I got Beach Walk. I got Rose. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I see you have like Lifetime on there that i guess that makes sense mm-hmm. hmm. i got um no oh wait what am i talking about rose uh but i was gonna say i got uh, king quartz on there rose was by pop-up sorry uh that's an amazing artist if you don't know pop-up but yeah beach walk just beach walk by uh that's not surfing white uh whitewoods yeah whitewoods it's on spaceship earth that that's uh that was a really prolific album if you guys don't know that album check that shit out here i'll link it up anyone who knows that album shout out to you 
Yeah, uh, I think yeah. This this song is like so good. Beach walk. Um, it's for me the best song on the record. But uh, cool. Yeah, and then surfing. I forget what surfing. I, oh yeah, lifetime. Yeah, yep. you said it. Derp 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 derp. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. And I could thing is I could keep adding to this. Like if I really spent time on it, I think mm-hmm. we could make a really cool like couple hundred track long. Um, pump up playlist. jam playlist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I got a lot of like a lot of future funk on there. Um, Fun Tonight by Macross. I mean, you kind of, that's like the ultimate, like get started future funk song pretty much. Um, Dan Mason shopping spree is kind of like a, a smoother song, but it's got a good beat to it, which I feel like is, it could be really good. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. CD player Four, death dynamic shroud. Um, oh, cool. just kind of gets like that. The the drop at the beginning of that just is really, I don't know. It, I love it. So to me, that kind of fits. Um, Aqua Domain by Vaporor. Again, some of the trap music kind of vapor trap kind of mm-hmm. would, you know, it, it's, it's kind of subtle, but it's still got that kind of hard beat to it. So I feel like that's, um, that yeah, would work really well. The higher BPM. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So, we got a bunch of stuff. Um, I think what we're going to do is I've already started making one, but we're going to make a playlist on Spotify, obviously what we can get on Spotify for this. Um, and we'll put it in the link in the description and listen to it, check it out. And if you have anything you want to add to it, let us know and we can kind of just keep keep this growing and keep it going. So maybe this can become mm-hmm. the definitive, you know, vapor, vapor swole playlist. so many, if I really spent time on it, there's a lot of, gems on there i feel like people haven't heard mm-hmm. it'd be a great way to showcase those it's a good way to like discover it i mean also like you know, this could be you know like a vaporwave discovery playlist you know people want to you know it's a good you know while you're working out or something is a good time to discover new music you know in addition to like you know very carefully curating it and finding out what you want at the same time you can use it as a time for discovery so if you know something that works for you and you want to share it you know we could throw it on the playlist so let us know, tweet at us, and uh, we'll get this growing. It doesn't even have to be working out, too. It can just be like, give me, make my heart race. Let's yeah, fucking yeah, go. Whatever, whatever. Give you me get some pumped vapor up, wave you know, that does that. Maybe. That's, that's a, it does exist, but. Wouldn't hard vapor pretty much like fill all that if you're trying to just get your heart going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll throw in some death grips. <laughs> oh, death grips. Yeah, <laughs> death grips is tight. Death grips is online. I don't know death if you know that. Is, oh, yeah. Andy said so. Yeah, they're online. So you better check them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, what else do we have for today? Uh, uh, something I've noticed over the holiday was a whole buttload of 2020 comps mm-hmm. or um, 2019 anthologies. Mm-hmm. So I want to shout a few out and link a couple. There's one on Virtual Sound System. A label. If you don't know that mm-hmm. label, check them out. They got a lot of wicked vapor. Um, very distinguished label. Um, you can buy yeah, the this, whole discography for a dollar on Bandcamp too. Oh wow! There you go. Ninety-two releases. It's a bargain. Ninety-two. This album is called New Era Twenty Twenty. So I imagine it's kind of a going for people going for a new sound. Uh, it's a comp, I believe. New tracks. Tupperwaves on there. Twin Pines Mall. There's a lot of smaller artists too. I don't know. So that's, that's really, really cool to see. 
Vanitas is on there. High Renaissance at the Modern Art Museum. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, What else we got? We got one on DMT, New Year's 88, um, with featuring Chiba City Blues, Erasmus, Opal, and that's it. Just the three of them, it seems. Uh, Yeah, on DMT. And we get, I don't know if that's a, like it's, it's, it's for New Year's. So I don't know if it's a 2020 comp or 2019, hmm. 2019 anthology, but hmm. New Year's celebration, I guess that counts. Topaz Club put something out, which is really cool. New Decade compilation five. Uh, it's Future Funk and the tracks mm-hmm. on there are super, super dope. Sorry, I'm I just looking out. at this, the album art for New Year's 88. Dude, I was just looking at that so like so like that cool. is. Oh, it's got <laughs> like the old it. the old school Times Square ball with like the Empire State Building in the background with the VHS. But oh, that the t- texture and that timer, like you know that that like superimposed timer that they would put on like the New Year's uh, transmissions. Oh, Dude, that, what? Well, okay, the New Year's shit this year sucked. The I, online broadcasts. Oh. Don't you think? Did you, did you guys watch him? No, nah, I was at a show, so I, I missed out on all that. Oh, he was yeah, watching George Clan propose the negative Gemini. <laughs> oh, fucking! Yeah. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Which I just very cool. that was super cool. But yeah, it sucked ass, and I was like, man, I want that fucking old shit. And there it is, right here in vaporwave. Uh, instead, he oh. got a uh, what's his face, um, Andy Cohen and uh, Anderson Cooper doing shots of Jaeger on TV, and Anderson There's Cooper a bunch of goofballs, man. Like <laughs> can't hold his liquor. A bunch of shit, <laughs> fucking hosers. I, I I can't even remember the last time I like watched a midnight broadcast of New Year's on TV. I, no, I you always just turn so it on long. ten minutes before the ball drops, maybe, uh-huh. and then just and it's over. It's like okay, great, and then we go back and do whatever. <laughs> Yeah. And my sister came over and I went to the Raptors game and we went to the bar, sports bar, and everyone was fucking partying like, mm-hmm. we won the game. And then I wanted to keep the party going. We're like, well, let's go drink at home for cheap. We'll do more shots. It's free. Technically. Because we're wasting our <laughs> free money. Free technically. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we were like, let's throw on the thing. And we were just standing there like, oh man, that's really, it's not helping the vibe mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> Yeah, it sucked. I don't know if anyone liked it. I don't know. Tell me why. If anyone didn't like it, shouts out to you if you're with me on this one. Growing up, we always people get their shit together, man. Make it better. We always used to go bowling New Year's Eve. Growing up, that's kind of cool. Yeah, like we'd always. Yeah, like we just um, uh, my family and then one of our neighbors, um, their family. We'd always go to the local bowling alley, and you'd have two lanes. And I think from like. 8 or 9 p.m. till about mm-hmm. 1 a.m. And you yeah. just bowl as much as you want. At like 10 minutes before midnight, they change the monitors overhead to whatever show was on. You see the ball drop, yada, yada, yada. And then you just go back and finish. Nice. Yeah, I did. A, I actually did a lot of bowling for the first time in a really long time this holiday with my family because everyone wanted to go bowling. And it was like different people like, oh, let's go bowling. And I broke my personal record of 160, which is probably pathetic. But for me, it was amazing. <laughs> Whatever. You had fun. I had fun. It was great. There you go. Um, like, I don't know. I seem to do something different every year for New Year's. Um, sometimes I don't even celebrate. I just sleep in because I just don't want to deal with the craziness outside. But um, yeah, yeah, I've I've a couple years uh, like over not this past year or anything, but like I had to like I ended up going to sleep at like mm-hmm. 
nine or 10 because yeah. I was working at four or five in the morning. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm not staying up. It's yeah, not worth it. That or I, our, that I, overtime, baby. Yeah. Or actually being at work. I've done that, like being in the Navy and I <laughs> had to work a New Year's at <laughs> when I was working down in Arizona at Intel as well. And that was, uh, yeah, just like, oh, yeah, you're at work and New Year's just happened. Like, okay, no big deal. Yeah. It's like, yep. oh, fuck, whatever. I've done that too. <laughs> Working in an overnight shift. And mm-hmm. it's yeah. like, okay, great. So I worked the 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. So I had the night shift. Yeah. It was nice. That's 5, 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. So, yeah. Same, same deal. The worst similar, with that, similar. though, working mm-hmm. that shift during daylight savings time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you're leaving for work at dark and you come home and it's still dark <clears throat> yep. and you just no, sleep no, 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 in no. the daylight. No, like when daylight savings time actually cuts over. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to work an extra hour. Oh, oh, <clears throat> that happened to me because that's daylight happened. savings time that's right. technically happens at like two o'clock in the morning. So it's like two o'clock. <laughs> no, it's one o'clock. Sorry. Oh, you just <laughs> yeah, get stuck that, with that a 13 hour shift. Before. Actually, no, that has not <laughs> happened to me working in Arizona because Arizona doesn't follow daylight savings. But that had happened to me in New York mm-hmm. and that did suck. And then you lose an hour, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, the end of the year. Crazy. Well, anyway, back to these compilations, Andy, as we got <laughs> sidetracked from this dope Sorry. DMT album cover. We got another one coming from <laughs> Bogus Collective. What you got? <laughs> this one is the best of 2019, actually. So that's the first thing that falls under what I said they were about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great, great comp here. Uh, they always do a comp. They do tons of comps. And it's got that amazing intro voice if you've heard any of their comps um should we play it <laughs> sure go for it it's so funny they they did one they did like a welcome to the poolside uh so uh, i can't i can't remember it uh man i love those comps okay let me get my shit queued up here i think it's ready to go um yeah tell me type it if you can hear it and 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 i'll start it right now well Hey there fam, how's it going? Welcome to the Bogus Collective Best of 2019 compilation. Oh my god, it's the end of 2019 and the end of the decade already. Some might call it an end of an era, but not for this here vaporwave community. I already know that we all will happily be carrying this movement onto the next decade, to the next chapter, to the next adventure, to the unknown. As for 2019, all the Bogus Collective can do is humbly thank every one of you in the community once again for your love and support throughout the years. To all the artists and producers that we've been able to work with, it's been an absolute pleasure. We love you all, and we'll catch you in 2020. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find that pool that pool one, man. I'll link you guys that shit. Oh, is it best of 2018? No. Anyway, lots of comps. We'll link them all. One more on Captain Midnight Rapper Records. Um, VPR 2020, a post-vapor celebration. Another little comp there. Also featuring Twin Pines Mall. Sweet. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah, it was a great year for Vaporwave, man. It was an amazing year. Super awesome. A lot awesome of amazing year. records. A lot of 
people meeting in person. Yeah, ma- making a lot of solidifying vapor friends, and then meeting vapor friends in real life. It's and a, now they're just a, friends. No, 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 no. I wouldn't say that. Like, no, I keep them all separate. I don't. I don't. Yeah, no. My vapor friends, friends like <laughs> and my real friends, don't really cross over at all. <laughs> and um, <laughs> no, nah, it's it's crazy. It's like you remember that feeling you had at Electronicon. Like, and then when you leave Electronicon and it's like, fuck, dude, I, I want to like hang out with these people more and I'm not going to see him again for God knows how long. Yeah. The feeling was like, God damn it. I need to go buy a oh, that's, fucking plane ticket to Los Angeles now. Right. It's like, yeah, that <laughs> shit was fucking depressing. And like, I had that same feeling all over again when I was at, um, at the down in LA for like, I went yeah. both to the virtual memory show, uh, hosted by Pacific Plaza mm-hmm. and then, uh, for New Year's Eve's Eve. And then I was at the 100% show for New Year's Eve. And like the entire time I was just hanging out, meeting with Vaporwave people. It was almost like another Electronicon all over. So I, I just going to feel like every time I have to go to one of these Vaporwave events, I'm just going to be like never wanting to leave. Yeah, man. And it's, it's just, tough out there. It's, it really is, man. Oh, I think I found it. I think I found it. Okay, oh, yeah. let me play it. Okay. it's uh, This one's way better. Yo, 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 yo. Oh, shit. What up, what up? Thanks for tuning into Air Jordan's Poolside Radio Wave. We are back to keep those chill vibes alive. Hey, it might be winter but we can all be poolside, catching some rays, anywhere we lay. Am I right? But seriously. Can you dig it? Cause this volume is gonna be hot hot hot. We have so many great producers chilling with us this afternoon and we just can't wait to jump right in. So, without further ado, sit back, relax, and sip on that ice cold surge. <laughs> surge? Oh my god. Oh man. That transition though, like sip on uh, sipping on the ice cold okay. surge with that beat coming on. That's awesome. Yeah. That's Air Jordans. That's freaking awesome. Check him out. Surge, man. That's, that's a throwback. That sipping yeah. on that surge. <laughs> surge is such a throwback. I just I've heard that so many times. When I hear the beginning, the yo 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 <laughs> just like fucking cracking up, man. I love it. How many um how many grams of sugar do you guys think are in a serving of surge? Oh, what the fuck is surge? Two hundred two hundred grams. I don't even know what that is. That that makes it even better because I don't know. Surge, what it is. it's it's like a fucking was it orange soda? <laughs> no, it's imagine like Mountain Dew. Oh, that's but right. It was like a Mountain Dew thingy. If Mountain Dew was the diet version, like the super ultra diet version of Surge. Okay. There are... Well, it sounds, I love Mountain Dew. It sounds great already. There's 56 grams of sugar in a 16 ounce... Well, yeah, a 16 ounce can of Surge. Good God. It's fucking... It's crazy. What's funny is I can drink a can of pop, but I can't eat any sugar. Like cookies and shit. Mm. No, I can't. Oh, really? So I, I just feel like my diabetes coming out, <laughs> coming out. Your betis. My dad passed away from diabetes, so I'm like, oh, fucking, shit. I feel like maybe it's in my head. Like I don't know, man. Trip me out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty sensitive to sugar myself. I won't usually like even sh- like drinking soda nowadays. It's like I 
fucking feel miserable after just drinking a can. I, I try yeah, to, we don't yeah. we don't usually buy it anymore. Like in our house, like I'll, if I'm like out to like mm-hmm. say go to Taco Bell, like you have to get a Baja Blast. Like that's just not. Yeah, you, that's you, I you can't do eat <laughs> Taco Bell and not a Baja Blast. So, but like, yeah. I'll get like soda like out and stuff like that. But we never buy it. Like just. We got to get some drinks for the house. Let's just get some soda. Like we just, we don't do right. it because I'll sit there and just drink it all. Cause I can, um, but kind of the same way. Like, I mean, I, I love sweets and stuff like that, but like some of it just is too much. Um, like icing on cake, I find to be extremely sweet to the point mm-hmm. where it's just like not edible sometimes. Um, so I don't know. It's probably like my 12 year old self would be kicking me right now for saying something like that but i mean oh uh, yeah definitely. Is what it is. it's funny how like little kids fucking love sugar and they can eat as much of it as possible and it like really doesn't mess them up too much mm-hmm. it's yeah. insane i don't get it how i did it <laughs> when i was like eight <laughs> years old just pounded, yeah, especially like on halloween and you get the entire bucket of chocolates and oh, you just eat God. all the chocolates that first night and then you get the rest of the candies and kind of just munching them throughout the rest of the next two weeks Dude, I used to go visit my brother and my dad would give us 20 bucks to go like to the corner store. Uh-huh. We would just buy the fucking like gob, oh gob stoppers and those giant ass rock candies with the rainbow color you so, suck on. <laughs> literally the pure sugar candy. Yeah, yeah it, it's literally like, just, like a, it's crystal, just a crystal sugar block of sugar. sugar. $20. $10 each. And we fucking, pa- I couldn't eat one package of candy. Like what the fuck is rock candy? By itself right now. Like. <laughs> A pack of M&M's or something? No, I'll fucking save that shit over here, eat a couple days. You know? When I was a kid, I used to think like $10. adults were crazy too. I'm like, dude, you guys don't like sugar? Like, what is wrong with you? And now that I'm older, I'm like, dude, I don't even know how I survived. I mean, dude, Fun Dip is a Give candy. potatoes or something. It's a literal <laughs> stick of sugar right? that you suck on and you, and you dip, dip in dip. another bag of sugar. <laughs> I remember we were talking about fun. I was I was re-listening to all the episodes. I'm just going through them all because mm-hmm. I I didn't know I hear the first ones. Um, and the private suite yeah. episode, we were talking about fun dip and how yeah. it's just yeah you dip <laughs> a, a stick of sugar into more sugar and have your kids suck on that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this is funny man! Remember all the the sugary ass commercials that you would see on like Nickelodeon, fucking Fruit by the Foot and Gushers and. All these candy commercials. It's like, oh, eat all this sugar. Everything is candy for you. So, That's what it's about. Right? That's why I, the kids want to go back to the 90s. It's not Vaporwave, man. They just want those sweet, sweet. I just want the, I just um, want the fucking Gushers, Candy man. commercials. Yeah, I had yeah. Gushers recently, like I think within the last year, and they don't make them like they used to. Oh, really? Nah, dude. Get, off, like, my, get like, off my lawn. You know, like they don't make them like they used to. Yeah, no, I'm Shit. fucking going full boomer right now. But the gushers back in the '90s, dude, I swear you, you like chew on one, and it was like they had a whole bunch of that gusher juice in it, and like the yeah. new gushers Explosion. like literally have like nothing. It's like yeah, it's like all of that. It's just Jello, like the the gelatin outside, and then there's yeah. like little bit of liquid in the middle. And I'm like, the fuck That's is this? Sad, this man. is like That's depressing really gushers. Sad. These are not gushers. This is a you know what else is really depressing or not depressing, but whatever. Uh, if you look at like the amount of sugar in any cereal that you like growing up, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty terrible. Like I love, I love frosted flakes. I love like sugary cereals and stuff like that. And I look at it now and I'm like, fruit loops. I'm not a big fruit loop person, but that's not, all sugar. There's nothing there. It's, it's just, yeah. It, there's so much in it now. And uh, I'm like, all right, I guess it's just at least frosted flakes. You got the flakes. 
Yeah, frosted flakes. I, I think I can still covered in do sugar. frosted flakes if I if I try it again. But like that's I about had, the limit that yeah, I would have now. Corn pops uh, or frosted mini corn wheats. Pops I actually good. really like frosted mini wheats. Well, yeah. Now you got the wheats. Yeah, the wheats. It's all good. But like I I used to eat fruity pebbles, and that was like my favorite cereal as a kid. And I uh, got that's a, the chocolate one, right? Uh, no, no, no. It's like that's the fruity. The cocoa it's like, there's cocoa pebbles and there's fruity oh, pebbles. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I used to eat Fruity Pebbles all the time. And I remember when I first moved to San Francisco like three years ago and I got the biggest fucking bag of Fruity Pebbles <laughs> and like fucking, I, I'm like lactose intolerant. So I drink it with almond milk and I'm like, I pour myself a bowl and I'm like, get halfway through it. I'm like, dude, I can't eat this. <laughs> and I'm like so depressed. And I'm like, and that bag was sitting on my fridge for like a year before I eventually just threw oh. it away. I was so yeah. sad. Everyone has that bag of cereal or box of cereal in their cabinet that's just mm-hmm. been there for too long. And yeah. You're just never going to go back to, but you just keep forgetting to get rid of or do anything with. I'm like thinking like, oh, maybe one day I'll feel like eating cereal again. Oh, I think that ship has sailed. Uh, how did we how did we get here? Oh, we're talking about that, that surge, that that uh, oh, surge, yeah. the Air Jordan song with the surge. And then yeah, we went yeah. Okay. You got a couple oh. more? <laughs> <laughs> these 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 segues and these distractions. Uh, I don't got a segue. I'm, I'm working. I'm racking my brain. I got nothing. <laughs> but what? So, I mean, what is like looking back on 2019? Like what? Like what was your highlight of 2019? I oh, guess wave wise. I mean, Electronicon. <laughs> it's a stupid question, I guess. But, yeah, I mean, Electronicon was the shit. And if he like anybody had anything to do with electronic on nose that that was the most magical thing that happened <laughs> like pretty much in my yeah, entire like, life imagine if it didn't happen i mean it'd just be another year yeah, yeah exactly yeah but like it did happen and it's like the and whole we're going into 2020 uh, with optimism right going like how do you how do you top that i i don't think you can i think the only thing we could do is just keep building off of what's already been laid down and um like the time a three-day show a three-day show three, that would be fucking show. like be an actual three-day festival in a shopping mall <laughs> in a be, mall in a Definitely. mall would be fucking so yeah. sick i i but really you, want electronic on three to be in a mall do you think that that initial feeling of like what you felt in electronic on would be matched or topped by even I, something like a three-day festival because like that that whole experience of just like realizing like okay we're in like a vaporwave festival mm-hmm. right now and all these people are are here there are there are other fans of this that exist and and they're here in front of me right i don't know if you can you can beat that it's always going to be special i mean for us because we've already been i think probably not but there's still lots of people who have never been to a vaporwave festival that's true i think that 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 whole feeling of bill wilderman will still like kind of pull people and i and now that people have seen the results of electronic on this year a lot of people are going to want to go to next year's or i guess this year's uh vaporwave festivals yeah, I think I think you could top it. Mm-hmm. It would need to be in a mall. It would just have to be super, super aesthetic, such that when people enter, that's when it hits them. They're like blasted with this <laughs> sense of nostalgia and emotion and overwhelmed with stimulation. Then you take an escalator up to this roof where Telepath is playing oh, with a palm tree surrounded, beautiful sc- statue sculptures aesthetic. And having planes go by with the sunset. Like, I, dude, 
I that, that has to be there. I too. swear to God, man. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of malls that are just like hanging on by a thread. They got like a couple of those stores, and then literally everything else is empty, but they still somehow operate. So, and like, there's always a GameStop and a Bed Bath and Beyond in that. Yeah, it's, it's it's like a fucking JC Penney's or a Target in the corners, and then like all the little tiny stores on the inside are all empty. And yeah, so, like people paying rent, and that's a lot of property tax. Yeah, nah, it is. You and know, it, like. There's like some malls that like keep an arcade open. They'll like give them like a discount just to keep the arcade open. I think I saw that on like Dan Bell's thing. Yeah. Yeah. But his if, stuff is interesting. No, I do. I love his, uh, I love his whole series. Yeah. Uh, that mall series. I don't know. I think it's Electronicon. I mean, that, that kind of stuff would be fantastic. Um, I think I'm very much excited for the the local vaporwave scene mm-hmm. in 2020. I, I think because that's, I think that's where it's at. <laughs> we know that like, yeah, you can throw a vaporwave festival in New York City. You can throw one in Los Angeles. Um, you know, how does it do in like a small Midwestern town? You know, like, you know, uh, Ronnie with his stuff in St. Louis mm-hmm. is fantastic that he's growing this and everything. There's smaller stuff happening, like the pad show. You know, it, yeah, it's Pad Chennington. He's known in the community, but I mean, that was a small show. That was a local show at a small theater, um, the small venue, and that was that was great. That was the kind of stuff they need to do. Um, the terminally chill party coming up in Philadelphia at the end of this month is going to be like awesome because you're going to have um, Pad's going to be there again. DDS is going to be there. Uh, oh, Skeleton lipstick is is. Um, you know, running the whole thing and doing his thing there. And that party from the pictures that I've seen of it is like crazy and people go nuts for it. So I'm really excited to experience that at the end of this month. Um, so like local shows like that, I think are going to really uh, are going to make the build up to the bigger festivals like Electronicon and, you know, essential in Toronto that much better because you're going to have, you know, the people that are saying, man, this is awesome locally. I can't imagine what a big show is like and actually want to go. Right. Right. It. So yeah, I think 2020 will be the year of the, of the cities like kind of throwing their own local things. And then vaporwave is just going to be everywhere. And, uh, and people are, people are doing it full time. You know, people are, yeah, are literally awesome. like they're full time vaporwave artists. So they can, they can devote their, their lives to basically mm-hmm. making this music. So like, that's something else that we really didn't see too much in 2019. Cause who the hell's making a living off of vaporwave at this point? So, you know, it's starting to happen. I, I'm curious to see what happens with the current level of popularity of vapor. Is it going to increase? Is it going to stay stable? Is it going to go down? I think it's, it's I, I personally think it's going to keep growing for a little bit longer. I don't think we've hit peak vaporwave yet. You're seeing the aesthetic and that kind of stuff permeate into pop culture mm-hmm. a little bit more um yeah. i don't know if you guys watch adult swim at all uh occasionally not for yeah but like so like when rick and morty's on like that's that's the only time i ever really watch it anymore mm-hmm. um but like they do their little like like their little teaser um cuts in between commercials and stuff with their logo and everything and they have a couple that are like straight vaporwave aesthetic <laughs> like those kind of graphics and and all that kind of shit. So, um, it is, it is becoming more known Mm -hmm. though, that kind of old nineties imagery and whatnot. So, yeah. Oh, I should, uh, I should talk about my Airbnb story since we're talking about the prevalence of vaporwave. Go for it. Okay. So, um, 
I'm, I'm not going to give the whole thing. It's basically, long story short, our Airbnb for the New Year's show, like me and four of my buddies, we're all going to go down. And they canceled on us two days we before we were— fucked. Yeah, two days before we were supposed to check in, they canceled on us. And so I spend my entire Saturday fucking on the phone with Airbnb and trying to get their attention on Twitter because nobody's giving me any answers. And uh, eventually I, I get, like, my own representative that's supposed to help me out. And this guy is some dude from Florida. And, like, he's like, oh, what are you guys doing all down there? Because he's trying to, like, help me look for a new room. And I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. he canceled our shit. And then in the email, they gave me a $30 coupon. I'm like, $30 is not going to cover anything no, on no. New Year's Eve in Los Angeles two days before. <laughs> I'm supposed to check in, guy. And... um so, like, the next guy I talked to gave me a $100 coupon. I'm looking around like, dude, everything's like 1500 bucks. There's no way I'm going to be able to cover this. So, the last guy I talked to was from Florida. And I'm like, he's like, what are you doing in L.A.? And I'm like, oh, we're going to Vaporwave shows. He's like, and I tried to, like, start explaining what Vaporwave is, like I always do. And he's <laughs> just like, oh, instinctively, you yeah, have to instinctively do it. Yeah, because- just do it. And this guy's like, oh, I know what Vaporwave is. That's freaking awesome. And, like, I was just, like, st- stunned. And so me and him talked about Vaporwave for like 10 minutes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, let me let me check out some places for you. What do you think of this? He showed us like some really nice places. Like one was in Malibu and then one was like <laughs> downtown L.A. And a freaking uh, just this huge studio where we ended up staying in. There's like guitars and pianos and shit everywhere. And he like got off the phone to go talk to a manager and he came back and gave me a thousand dollar coupon if we can just get that room right now. Nice. And I was like, oh, so we got the hookup. Vaporwave people. Fuck yeah. Shouts out to that guy, dude. Yeah, dude, that guy is fucking if, sick. If you get the right person there, they'll, they will help. I mean, I had, um, I think this is back in 2015. Uh, my wife and I, along with a friend of ours, were going to Aruba for a wedding uh-huh. for that our um, college roommate was getting married. And we had booked a place, an Airbnb that was like super nice and, you know, like kind of like just near the beach and everything. And like, I think it was like two or three weeks before we're about to go. I get an email from Airbnb saying that my reservation was canceled. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, what the hell is going on? And I got another email from like, you know, like another automated one. Like, hey, we're going to give your money back plus an extra like 10 or 20 percent on top of what you paid to get a new place. And I'm still pissed because I'm like, now I have to go find another place and whatever. And then I got an email from a person saying, so yeah, the reservation was canceled. Uh, the reason it was canceled was because the uh, the host died. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> okay, and, that's pretty uh, it won't be available. <laughs> yeah. So she died, whatever. And like I was telling, like, I think I, like my dad or something like that. And he's like, so no one's going to be using it then, right? And I'm like, well, I, I mean... <laughs> Wow, I guess, but I mean, yeah, oh it was. Apart I, I guess the was, dead body on the floor, right? Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I guess she was like an older woman, and and she just, you know, oh my goodness, man, died, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, but yeah, they, I mean, they they took care of it eventually. So you know, we found another place. But yeah, man, that was that was uh, I was like that, really stressed out for my that shit. first notification you get when you like you realize like crap, like all this planning you went into it, mm-hmm. and it's like sorry you just don't have a place to stay anymore like, if it was just me i wouldn't have been like nearly as stressed out but i, I had people coming in like new year's eve yeah you know new like year's <laughs> eve, i'm like i got plans that people are literally flying into la for and like i was planning to have this shit all set up for everybody so i'm like freaking out about this whole thing like dude my friends are not gonna have anywhere to sleep and i'm such a piece of shit you end up on a bus <laughs> out to palm springs or something like that to go stay in some like roach motel Right. Ugh. And like, so I'm like, I'm I'm like, that was like my very first Airbnb experience. And it's like, 
I don't know, dude. I think I might just stick with hotels from the future. Yeah, thanks to the vaporwave gods, that one was saved. Yeah, I mean, thank God. <laughs> I, I don't know how I'd manage otherwise. Overall, I've had a I've had a very good record with Airbnb. I wouldn't just cut them off based on that one experience. I mean, mm-hmm. they ultimately took care of it. Um, and I've I've stayed in some pretty just nice the places. Risk factor. So yeah, hotels is, not yeah. gonna fuck you like that, right? Nah, yeah. like, ain't nobody gonna die. I mean, if they do, I mean, it's not gonna make my room un- unavailable. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, they'll just they'll just wheel them down. <laughs> <laughs> we got a different room. You can just stay next door. They got a room for dead people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't go in that room like, down at the end of the hallway at the bottom right? of the hotel. Yeah. 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 So make sure the AC is on. It's not like full watching, blast, watching yeah. that movie Hostel. <laughs> Oh God! It was Paris Hilton. I don't it. remember. It was, oh. a, it was an awful movie. <laughs> there was a string of movies I think went around when that came out that were just terrible, terrible horror movies, like, like The Grudge, and those. Oh, like, yeah. I, they're remaking The Grudge. What now? Like oh, that was goodness. such a um, bad movie. You can't make it worse than it already was, can you? Oh, I was in high school when that came out, and I had like a couple friends that were just like deathly afraid of it. Like, yeah, freaked I out. The, it. I had those friends too. And this one guy in my, uh, like that we're kind of sitting with, it was like an art class that we were in. He made a mask from the grudge Mm -hmm. as a joke and like had the teacher turn (laughs) off the lights and he walked in and just started doing like the, uh, Oh my God. Like that. And they got up and like ran out of the room and were like freaked the fuck out. That's fucking hilarious. It was hilarious because it's such a shitty movie and it's so bad. And like, they're so afraid of it. Yeah. Just thinking of uh, like horror movies that like scared us as kids. Uh, when the Blair Witch mo- Blair Witch movie came out, like everyone was like freaked out. <laughs> and they're like, there's this big debate on the playground whether like the Blair Witch was real or fake or not. Oh yeah. And then um, I remember that. I remember the the ring was the one that scared the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah, that got me. That the ring the ring was freaky, it, and it wasn't crazy. so much the actual movie, but like that that the movie they were showing mm-hmm. like in the ring on the TV was just really freaky. Like the finger going through weird, the nail yeah. and everything like, mm-hmm. oof, yeah. But like, it, like that shit scared me so much that when you know that, like that noise screen, like if you turn onto a channel, there's nothing playing. It's just that white noise, the white static noise. Yeah. And like that shit, I would not, I would fucking like run out of the room, whatever that came on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> and like oh. such an, like overreacted fucking fear of like any of the white noise on the TV. Yeah. I was just like, yo, I'm not going to watch that tape. Mm-hmm. Like, I never see I'm, that tape. I'm good, bro. I'm like, put that shit in the fire. I'll put it back in the case. <laughs> uh, all right. So I got a little thing to talk about. Okay. Okay. Um, speaking of, you know, broadcasts, uh, we got Aurora broadcast coming from middle class comfort. Um, who runs, uh, first class class. collective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's pretty cool little thing. So it was a live online TV show called Aurora live and it featured Tupperwave, uh, Chiba city and a few other artists. Um, who else? There was some. I, I wish I could remember everybody, but yeah, it's a cool, it's a really neat idea for a cool product for a new like vaporwave little project. So check it out. We will link it. Um, just like the video is really neat. Like I really understand by watching the video, what they mean by like video TV broadcast sort of, it's pretty cool. Like, so they're, 
developing their own like the like video streaming platform? Well, it was on YouTube. Okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was on YouTube. Uh, okay. It's to be a live show on YouTube that they're going to mm-hmm. basically just make vaporwave content. Exactly. And the first cool. one came out. So nice. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like it's interesting new thing. Like I was saying that might, if it's, if they keep doing it and it works out well, um, be another way to add another layer of legitimacy to the scene. Mm-hmm. I wish I could so it's good to have another, better. another vaporwave media outlet. Right. You know, I mean, you got pad, you got us, uh, music's the hang up, other you know, people doing it. It's like, if anything can gain traction, that's, that's good to have more places to get this content. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> There's another magazine too, Palm Tree Express, but they shut down or something. Yeah, they did. They did one one magazine and shut down. Yeah, what's music as a hang up been up to lately? I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen anything from him in a while. I used to see shit like nonstop. Yo, don't know. Um. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, he did the Christmas uh, Christmas comp. Um. Yep, Signal bells. That. It's a <clears throat> great great name. Yep. Another comp. <laughs> Comps are all the rage right now. So hot right now. So hot right now, yeah. So hot. So yeah, Aurora Broadcast. Check <clears throat> it out. Cool. Oh, all right. Do we have anything else we want to talk about for today? I got I got a brain buster for you guys. What okay. you got? Shall I lay it on you? Go for it. Oh, also, did you listen to the episode yet with Alex? To the end of the episode? Yes, I did. I you did? did? Okay. Did you laugh? I fucking I did. I laughed hard. <laughs> yes, I appreciate the uh, the role play. I, I I told him I said I actually I couldn't even tell that I I I wasn't even on the show. I, I I thought I was listening to myself for a little bit. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. If if I can't be here, I'm just gonna have him come on. We're not even gonna say anything. Just he should just come on and he could just say that he's me. And yeah. like no one would tell the difference. Like, like, yeah. like spoiler alert, Alex has been on this podcast the entire time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start it. All right. We're back in the suite. We got Indy. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. What's the brain buster? What? Like Vaporwave does this specifically, and I don't know any other genres that do as much. Mm-hmm. Um, if they do, they'll have like a music video or something first. But anyway, so what about Vaporwave um, makes people want to make al- albums and kind of ignore singles? Maybe not the people that make them, maybe the people that consume them. And I find people are always waiting for albums. If an album comes out and not all the tracks are there, people will just wait for the notification till the album actually comes out. Whereas other genres, singles are king. Yeah. yeah like, like I was saying, music videos. I've noticed this firsthand. Yeah. <laughs> because I release singles and nobody gives a fuck about the singles. Yeah, people don't check out singles. So what's what's that whole thing about? I, I, I think it's like kind of going back to that nostalgia thing. I don't know. As a kid, me personally, uh, listening to CDs, I would play it start to finish. And um, even when I got my iPod, I would still listen to music start to finish. I was never the kind of person to just like handpick single songs and make a playlist. I always love listening to entire albums from their entirety. I feel like if you kind of break it apart, you're missing a lot of the magic that goes along with it. So see, I was the exact opposite. Okay, (laughs) I would I would sit in front of like my Mm boombox with a pair of headphones on, and I would piece together like constantly swapping cds in and out of like my boombox like mm-hmm. listening to it um 
And would you put when you put the new CD in? Were you like, okay, I'm going to track seven on that one? That's yeah, my, that's my yeah, jam. exactly. Oh, okay, not it's just <laughs> not just the first one off of every. Yeah, and like I always like assumed that if like the song I wanted to like if the, the the title song or like the the main like hit from that album was like the first song on the album, that the rest of the album was just shit mm-hmm. and like wouldn't want to listen to the rest of it. Um, I was I was very much like a single type of person when it came to music. Um, mixtapes and playlists up. and shit yeah like oh god when i got my cd burner and you know my you know lime wire access and stuff on my mm-hmm. my laptop and everything like i was burning cds all the time which is singles and everything else so um to me i think i don't know if vaporwave is inherently different when it comes to this kind of stuff i think it's more noticed just because there's so much of it out there um for such a for such a small genre there is so much of it available mm-hmm. um look at dan mason over the past month he's released three singles right mm-hmm. on his 100 electronica uh debut um which is a whole other topic we can get into but he's released singles and i think they've done fine because he's a big enough name in the in the genre to do that mac plus releases this 12 minute you know album Mm-hmm. That's a huge name, you know, arguably one of the biggest. Um, and it'll be big. fine. I think that I is think if you, I think you do I think if you're big to do singles. If you're big enough, it doesn't make a difference. Like people are going to listen to it or buy it or I, do whatever. Yeah, but if you know, why would you pay a dollar for a single song when you know like in a week or a couple of weeks you can download the whole album for a dollar, you know? For the most part, mm. so might have to do. I mean, most people get the Bandcamp. I mean, not a lot of people even charge, um, because because like people can just get the whole album for free. That's true, also. So it might have a lot to do with since the majority of uh, vaporwave listeners are Bandcamp users, and just to keep the the clutter of your entire vaporwave collection down, to just only mm. put add the album to the collection instead of just single songs, because that's just mm-hmm. interesting, kind of because. <clears throat> I think. Oh yeah, I think yeah, I've never downloaded just a single vaporwave yeah. song from like Bandcamp. I know, I it's always the album. Yeah, I noticed <laughs> that's the way I've been kind of like gearing towards it. And I think if Bandcamp made it a little bit easier to search your shit, or even just to organize it somehow, it might be people probably wouldn't care to just download singles. Yeah, good point. That's probably true as well. Well, also, I think the other thing is streaming culture in general has made it so easy to become a quote unquote single person, mm-hmm. someone who only, you know, listens to singles. Oh, I just want to listen to this one song right now. I don't need to listen to the album. You know, it's much easier to do even more so now than when you would have like an iPod or an MP3 player or something where you still had to go and load the music onto it manually via computer. Now you just Google it, YouTube it. Spotify, whatever, and it's there. You have like the entire catalog available. So you just listen to that one song. Whereas with Vaporwave, not all of it is available on Spotify. You have to go and stream true. it. Or, you know, you you're going on Bandcamp and you're downloading it and you're gonna just download the whole thing. So I think the overall experience isn't where uh isn't to the point where it is with mainstream music. It's still growing and it's still in kind of these back channels for kind of lack of a better term. So Mm. I, I don't think it's different. I think it's at a different point than mainstream music. Interesting. Hmm. Well, thank you for entertaining me, gentlemen. That was a good question. Very good question. I'm full of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's a good place to wrap it up for today. Okay. We got any voicemails or anything? 
not today. I think we'll have one to play for next week. Better. Start calling us, fam. Yeah, 412-44-VAPOR. Get off your butts, pick up the phone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, uh, where can people find you? Um, I'm Agnos. You can find me at Agnos Music on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Indie Advent, and you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram under Indie Advent. <laughs> Very good. You can find me at PHLSFO on Instagram and Twitter for the uh, for Private Suite Mag. It's Twitter at Private Suite Mag. Same thing with Instagram. For the podcast, it's at Private Suite Pod, Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Private Suite Mag. Uh, Patreon.com slash Private Suite Mag. YouTube.com slash Private Suite Mag. Yeah, boy. Twitch, twitch.com slash Private Suite Mag for some streaming so stuff. Private Suite. Just Private Suite. Private, private Suite. suite. Okay. And of course the uh the hotline 41244 Vapor. Guys, that's going to wrap it us wrap it up for us today and don't forget. Don't forget. Be sure to don't forget. Finish this right now and go and do this. Don't do anything. Tell your boss if you're listening to this at work, you need you have to go home and do this right now. Uh be sure to back up your flash drives and hard drives. Crisis averted. Crisis averted. My conscience is clear now. Okay. <laughs> Good. I can sleep all night. <laughs> The whole holiday is ruined. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When I found out about that, it was just, it was, uh, I I didn't sleep. Yeah. Alex lost all his hard drives. Pacific Plaza Records is just completely decimated. It's it's, it's just gone. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm to play. So, all right, guys, that's going to be it. Take it easy. Okay. Bye. Later, everyone. Private Suite Podcast.